in you what is wrong. Nobody needs to tell you what is wrong. Apostle, sir, I want to find out, is it wrong to masturbate? You know the truth. Is it right? Were you ever checked before you did it? Yes, it was already wrong. Now you're looking for justification. If you follow that check strongly, that inward witness, you, you will get to a point where you want to go to someone's office and open the door. You have your hand will go over it. See, because you've exercised your senses. That's Hebrews 5.14. You've exercised your senses. Now, that, that's, that power, that grace is not affecting your flesh. It says, but solid food belongs to those who are full of age. Full of age. That is those who are, who are by reason of use. The more, the more, the more you, you act to the word and you yield to the inward witness. Your senses begin to dissemble good and evil. You, wanted, you bought milk. You went to use it or drink it and you had a check. You left it. And checked it that expired. But some is after they are drunk. Expired milk. Father, in the name of Jesus, there shall be nothing wrong with me. They've been violating it since. You want to go out, there's a restraint. Stay at home. They will not stay. You want to enter a taxi and you have the restraint. I'm in a hurry, I beg. I'm in a hurry. And you enter inside. Then you've trained yourself to the point that now it doesn't check you when you enter transport. Now you enter one chance. Father, blood of Jesus, I declare you didn't need that warfare in your life. You could have been spared if you obeyed the check. I want to thank the Lord. I was in a bus and I, I thank God as I began to speak the word and God delivered me. I want to thank God that delivered me. There was a check. A young man had an accident that actually made his spine crooked. Though he was healed, I prayed to him was healed. When he was telling me all the ordeal that happened, I said, did God not check you or restrain you before you entered the bike, he said he did. He had been violating it. Many of us here have been violating our checks. If not, your life would have been far better than what it is right now. It would have been easier to obey God. There will be less wounds in your soul. Apostle, check, 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 check. Ah, ah. That's not going to do what you want to do again. That's why you do what you want to do. That's why you don't have running stomach as much as you have running stomach. Because I said, I want to eat. And he checks me. I'm not going to eat it. Yes, my wife, she knows me. No matter how sweet it is. No matter, uh, like last night, she brought food for me. And I ate the, what you call swallow. Wheat, right? I ate it. And I had no meat. I had a check. 
to possibly son meat don't eat meat tonight and they eat it see many of you are eating check ah with fresh fish like this I beg you ah they eat check fresh fish is teaching you you're missing your training because it will check you in those things you like. See, it's training you. I said this meeting we're going to be training you. It's training you. Yesterday I wanted to wear a particular belt. And um, it's the most expensive belt I have. It's beautiful. I wanted to take it and I had a check. And I had to go to church. That was yesterday morning, right? And I, I want to know. I had a check. I was like, where is the other bill? Not knowing that I had kept it by the clothes I wanted to wear. I said, it's like God wants me to wear the other belt. But it's not here. <laughs> it's there. So she, she came and said, our numbers already since on the sure is it was there. Why was it checking me for the day of trouble? The trip I should not travel. There'd be a life or death trip. The food I must not eat. The money I must not invest. With belts. They will teach you these little things. But if you're missing them, you'll be making big bad decisions. Listen to it. You want to watch television, you sat down. Just this one, easy. Christian television. Put it off. Not a voice, just know you put it off. Walk well, to your room. You carry your Bible. You open a voice and God starts talking to you. Wow. So he wanted to talk to me. He never said he wanted to talk to you. He just tested you whether he can trust you what he wants to say. Always violating your checks. You went to a barber shop. As you sat down the country, you had a check. You didn't get up. Then you sat down for the guy to cut your hair. Then he made a mistake and gave you Scar Lewis. They say, remove everything, remove everything. And now somebody's laughing there. Maybe someone has experienced it. And you come out of the, the, the saloon and they say, ah, but I'm below the court now. So now the barber make mistake. There was a check. What if that was a life or death matter? What if that was a surgery? If you don't pass that test now, your life is in danger. Hallelujah. Look at Romans 2 again. Verse 14. For when the Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these although not having the law are a law to themselves, who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing of us, excusing them in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. You follow that in one witness. By the grace of God, I've tried my best to 
to follow that inward witness. See? Let me show you Acts 27, 9 to 10. And this will show you about that saving you time of danger. Now, when much time had been spent and sinning was now dangerous because the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Men, I perceive. It's a supernatural perception. That this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, and not only of the cargo and ship, but also our lives. Follow the checks. People don't follow the checks. They follow the money. See? They follow the beauty. They follow the shape. They follow their selfishness. They follow they follow anything. They don't follow their checks. A pastor was called. He actually went, went to go and see someone. And um, he wanted his church to grow. And this individual is using chance for his church to grow. So he told him to fast. I don't know how long he told him to fast. And he should come to his office. And when he came, he gave him a fruit to eat. So from that day, nightmares. And he knew that he had they put him into something because what he was seeing in his dreams. He didn't follow his checks. So he said, he called our office and to see apostle so that he, he wants to be cleansed or whatever. He said, checks. They gave you fruits to eat. Checks. Most of them, we violate these things because most people are not trained. You want to send a text message. There's this thing. Don't send it. Don't send it. No matter, oh, the person said I should send him, that he will pay, he will dash me money. Don't send it. God is testing you for another day. Look at verse 11. Nevertheless, the centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the things spoken by Paul. So, somebody was counseling him against the instruction by Paul. Look at verse 12. And because the harbor was suitable to winter in, the major advice was sell, sell from there also. If by enemies they could reach Phoenix, a harbor of Crete, opening toward the southwest and northwest and winter there. Notice the, 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 the captain of the, of the ship and the owner of the ship said, no, 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 no. Don't follow Paul. Then they looked at the weather. Ah, it was favorable. What's the use of this man is not seeing well? Until the danger hit in front. There are many losses that enters our lives because we don't follow checks. 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 Even when you want to buy clothes, follow your checks. You want to go out. You want to wear your heel. You had a check. You say, I like the way I look when I wear my heel. I stand, the gate is different. All right. And you, you, your gate, then yes, you're moving, then you enter into an area there's riot. God knew you should wear low shoes so you can run. Now, as you hear, those are the people, hey, bro, the heel has fallen. And now you, you are running for your life. Heel has broken and it's almost expensive heel. Lord, you should have shown me. He checked you. I like how everywhere is quiet. Because many of us have experienced these checks. 
Look at Acts 16, 8, 6 to 7, sorry. Acts 16, 6 to 7. Listen to this. It said, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. What preached the word? God can check you from preaching to someone? Yes, he can check you from going for a program. They wanted to go there. Next. It says, and after they had come to Misa, they tried to go to Benin, but the Spirit did not permit them. So you, you get an invite. Pastors, you get an invite. You have a check. Don't go. Many pastors have died for going to preach. The checks. I perceive. Say, but I told them I was coming. It doesn't matter what you told them. It doesn't matter what you told them. You made the decision without all the facts. Now the one that has all the facts is telling you don't go. I must keep my word has killed many people. See? All right. Look at Acts 14. And I want us to look at from verse 8. Acts 14, 8. If you are there, say amen. I said, if you are there, say amen. All right. Look at this. It says, I want to read it in the Old King James. And, and there sat a man, there sat, there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak, watch this, who steadfastly beholding him, and what? And perceiving that he had faith to be healed. This thing happens in the miraculous. You just perceive and say, stand up. Person stands up. But sometimes you tell the person, stand up. Person, stand, you won't carry it, but stand up. Stand up. Paul knew how to cooperate with the Holy Ghost. Perceiving that he had faith to be. Said to the man, verse 10, with a loud voice, stand up on your feet, and he lift and walk, perceiving. Following your checks, all the losses in my life as a result of violating checks. All. See, the Holy Ghost would have witnessed. And sometimes my wife will say, they'll say, oh, but uh, no, to, 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 I, I like being good. By the end of the day, when I see the loss, I track it back to the initial check. Number three. God guides us through the still small voice. There are times when we hear a still small voice in our hearts that speaks to us about what we should do or not do. Many times in seeking the spectacular, we miss the supernatural. Many times in seeking the spectacular, we miss the supernatural. Because you want to hear maybe a loud booming voice, but just a still small voice. 
How many of you have heard that still small voice? Calm voice. So it even sounds almost like your voice sometimes. Are you aware of that? 1 Kings 11, 19 rather, 11 to 13. 1 Kings 19, 11 to 13. It says, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. God is talking to this man who is a prophet of God that he should go out and stand before the Lord. Now, notice God told him, Go out and stand. So God can instruct you. And says, Go, go over there, go to the secret place, go to church, go on a three day fast. Why don't you tell me now? Obedience. See, the blessing is always at the end of obedience. It says, and behold, the, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore, uh, tore into the mountain and broke the rocks and pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. You know, we always, oh, I saw a miracle there. I said, Wait, the inward witness. The inward witness. A man wanted to see his friend flowing in supernatural, prophetic. And their close friends went into his room and saw the man doing things and doing things and his eyes and all that and doing, doing it. I said, ah, is this what you do? He said, yeah. So that was the power of God. Said, it's not the power of God. You think, oh, this is what I use. The mountains tore into the rock. Strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rock. pieces. Follow. But the Lord was not in the wind. See, we are so used to, I want to watch this, want to watch this. There are programs I just, I just there's this inward witness that something is wrong. I remember I was a young guy, and um, this man came, and then he was called Ozubozubo. I don't know if you are old enough to know Ozubozubo. Put your hand up. Okay, there are some of you who don't know him. And he was performing miracles. Pentecostal churches invited him. He was ah, was performing all kinds of stuff. I was just a little boy, but I was not at peace. My mother and my father, they were going for the program one time, and I said, I'm, I'm not at peace. I said, it's not a man of God. He said, shut up, you're a small boy. Until everything came out. There was his enchant. I didn't know it was his enchant. I had an inward witness. I was looking at the mountains. I was not looking at the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. The apostle, I did not know the mouth of a false prophet. There was a check a long time ago. There's a check. You got the check. You refused to obey it. You looked at the wind. You looked at the waves. You looked at you looked at the captain of the of, of the of the ship. You looked at the, the weather. You said no 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 no, and distrusted the inward witness. I met once a genuine agent of darkness. And so God told me, he came to me and that he wants to serve with me, he wants to learn from me. And I said, 
And the Lord told me, he said, tell him, the still small voice, tell him to go back to where he came from. I did not send him. Notice the still small Tell him to go back to where he came from. And I told him, and he began to beg, oh, oh. and I, he had a lot of Bibles. I, I saw him somewhere before. He had a lot of Bibles. You see, Bibles, more fat, different translation. I remembered the wind, the waves, the Bibles he had. So, okay, stay with me. Every night, battles through the night. Plus, is that young man, send him away. I say, Lord, you know I'm a man of love. I can't send him away. You say, you open your door to bring him in, you will be the one to kick him out. Until I kicked him. The animal witness is always there. But we don't want to listen. We, we have our agenda. We have to prove or do whatever. You miss it. So right now, as a person, I don't look at the wind, the waves, the earthquake. I just follow the inward witness. I follow the inward witness. There are people I see, I don't know why they should not work with me. I don't know why. But just know they should not work with me. There's a man that was working with our protocol, and um, he always want to be around me. And uh, I just, I don't know why. Like, I don't want, it just did. Ah, my spirit, ah! Gentle man. But God knows what I don't know. See, God knows what you don't know. See, but sometimes we, we look at the natural stuff and violate the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And every time you violate it, you'll be sorry. It, it always leaves you with something you can remember for a long time. Look at verse 13. And so it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly the voice kept on and said, What are you doing, Elijah? So they went into the conversation. In John 10, verse 16, Jesus speaking of the ship, John 10, 16, it says, All that ship I have which are not this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice. Speaking of us, the the Peter and the others where the sheep said, order he has. He said, but they will hear my voice and that, the, that, that there will be one flock and one shepherd. Verse 27. Listen to this. John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. That means every child of God can hear the voice of God. But most of the time we ignore it because it doesn't make sense. You are packing your load. Don't travel today. Why should I not travel today? I'm traveling today. The occasion is two days away. Why should I not travel today? I told him I was traveling. I bought my ticket. I said I'm traveling. Why should I not travel? Ah, it's only a free ticket. Why couldn't I travel? I just don't got to travel. Then any of travel. And never returned. Then we Christians sit down and say, I wonder why God would allow that to happen. No. I wonder why the Christian allowed that to happen. There are many things you are allowing to happen in your life which God never intended to happen. So you hear the inward witness. It's in your spirit. You hear the still small voice. 
Number four, God guides us through the authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. This is when we hear an audible voice as though someone said it loud to us. Have you heard that? Have you ever heard that loud voice? As you like, who said that? And there are different dimensions of this loud voice. There's one that is like the voice of a human being. Alright? Let's look at 1 Samuel 3. Is this helping anybody? And I want us to look at verse 1. Now, the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rain those days, and there was no widespread revelation. It came to pass at that time, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, before the lamp of God went down the tabernacle where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, the Lord said to Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. The Lord called. The Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Yeah. Notice the Lord called. The still small voice is inside. Authoritative voice is outside. You get it? The Lord called. And he answered, here I am. Next. And he ran to Eli. Notice it sounded like Eli's voice. Many times the dreams you have where you see your pastor or someone you respect as a man of God minister to you is actually God. Sometimes it's the angel of that commission. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not. I did not call. Lie down again. He went and lay down. Next. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So he arose and went to Eli. Notice it sounds like a human voice. I said, there are two kinds. And I'll show you the other kind shortly. So he arose and went to Eli and said, here I am, for you called me. And he answered, I did not call my son. Lie down again. It sounded like a human voice. Like a human voice. I remember a woman that used to criticize her husband a lot. And um, the Lord told her, she heard a voice, like a human voice, said, if you continue like this, I'll call him home. Until the day the husband, the rest is history. Another woman had the same experience, but she was quick to repent while he was dying. She was always complaining about his calling. Always complaining about his calling. And God said, you continue. I'm going to take him home. I'll call him home. No, no, I'll take him home. I'll call him home. And he was going to die. And she knelt down and repented. And he came back to life. See, And that's why it matters who you marry. The person must believe in your calling. The person must be willing to go all the way with their calling. Or you can go home early. Many have gone home early because of a nagging wife always complaining and complaining and the guy cannot just take the harassment of soul. His soul is vexed. And God says, come on boy, come. Because of me is what you're suffering, right? Come. Sometimes you're sleeping, you didn't wake up anymore. He's gone home. He's gone to his reward. So 
So he heard his voice. The Lord called yet again Samuel. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call my son. Lie down again. Next, he says, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. You see why you need to know the word? Because the word of God helps you discern the voice of God. He didn't know it was God. Next. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for he did call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Three times. But you notice that if you don't give God attention, he won't give you direction. See, he kept on calling the boy and the boy ran away. He kept on calling the boy ran away. God didn't tell him anything. Next. Eli said to Samuel, go lie down and it shall be if he calls you, then you must say, speak Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Notice, watch this, watch this. It can take you forever to learn. God is an ancient of days. God may be trying to tell you something for many years until you give him attention and follow through. You're not going to the next phase. Look at verse 10 now. Now the Lord came and stood and called us at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, speak for your servant hears. See, he wasn't even sure. So speak. God in his mercy still spoke. Verse 11. And the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. So you can see that the Lord, the Lord does speak. Amen. He speaks. Say God speaks. Yeah, he speaks. The loud voice, authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 8 verse 29, you see that authoritative voice. It says, then the Spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. See? In Isaiah 30 verse 21, the Bible says you hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you 